Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. From, uh, from start to finish is kind of how this passage uh, looks at things, or you can talk about in terms of uh, trying to finish uh, finishing what's, what's been started. And I'll admit that I'm, I'm not the best at, at finishing all things that I, uh, that I get started. Um, I've got lots of, uh, lots of intentions, lots of ideas that come into my brain all the time about stuff that I want to do or things that can happen on campus or, uh, or kind emails that I never end up uh, sending. Uh, but uh, the whole like follow through thing, like, I'm starting to learn a little bit about it, but uh, not there yet. Not, not always like finishing the things I started. You could, you could come over to my house. Um, I love to, love to do like little woodworking projects and stuff, build some bookshelves and all stuff. And I, I love it. I'm proud of it. I lo- like to look at it. But if, if you start looking closely, you'll realize that pretty much every project in my house I've ever done, it's, it's, like, it's mostly finished. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you start looking carefully, you're like, oh, yeah, like I can, I can like, go to our bathroom remodel, like, yeah, it looks, it looks good, but like I never really painted the underside of that with the second coat and the um, uh, you know, the nail holes I didn't fill in. I like this little desk, and it, the top's got the polyurethane coat on it, but the bottom doesn't have the polyurethane coat on it. So you'd never notice that, but I walk around with it, and I'm just like, I can see, like, the, just, it's difficult to, to finish, uh, finish what I start. I mean, the more, the more you really, like, have tendencies toward a bit of perfectionism, whatever that is, I wouldn't. I don't understand that at all, right? Um, the more you have tendencies toward like one thing to be right and, and perfect and complete, you, you just kind of see those things and you're like, ah, it's not, it's not finished, right? It's not, it's not all the way done. It feels like it's never all the way done. Um, like the different goals I've set, and, you know, is, it, is it there yet? Um, I, think, I think most of us can relate to that. Maybe you're not as bad as, bad as me. Um, uh, but, uh, but still, there's things that you wish that you've accomplished. You weren't able to, or you, or you haven't yet. Uh, things that you've, uh, things that you've started. Um, someone was coming on my books. Like, have you read all those books? And I got a nice, like, reading list of books. But uh, I've read parts of, of a lot of those books, you know. But got through those things. Maybe it's academic things that you've set for yourself. Um, personal goals. Uh, just stages in life of, of what you want to be. But you can look at it and say, there's ways where you've, you stop short. Come up short. Because you've forgotten about it. How you're like, oh yeah, I did set that goal at New Year's resolution from you know a couple years ago. Whatever happened to that? Um, I think that you've not been able to finish part of finish what we started. I think more than just relating to 
our finishing it or our, our starting it, um, we can feel our own incompleteness. Uh, we feel our own lack of perfection and it hurts. Um, I think sometimes we feel like one of those unfinished projects. Got a good idea, maybe a good start, and then and here I am. I like a lot of things, but man, if only all these other things were a little further along. A little better, a little different. Um, we can be discontent with who we are, uh, with, with where we are, with what's, with what's going on in our lives. Wish that, you know, whether that's the wanting to have the, the better body or uh, sharper intelligence, um, be able to have funnier jokes to say to people, or, or you know, for some of you it's like actually getting the funny jokes that other people say more than like, uh, you know, within the first ten seconds that they say it, so you're not like laughing a minute later. Um, maybe you just want the faster mile time or the heavier bench press that you're able to do, what, whatever, whatever it is. We're not all that we want to be. It's difficult when we see our deficiencies. Um, hard to look at that and be content with who we are, with what's going on. So as we look at this passage, I want, just want to encourage you to ask yourself, um, where have you started? How did it, how did it begin uh, for you? Where's, where have you started, but then also what's happened in your life? Things have formed you and shaped you. And then to also look at it and say, where have you started, what's happened, and, and where are you going? Where's the finish line? What's that, what's that look like? And more than that, not just where you are, but how do you get from start to finish? That's what I think this passage speaks to us about. The first point is, uh, is well begun. If you want to follow along, it's in the uh, points underneath the passage. Um, first point is well begun, right? Uh, we're kind of focusing, looking at all these 11 verses, but really focusing in on, on verse uh, 6. It says, I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Right? There's that old adage, uh, well begun is half done, right? Actually, I think of that like from Mary Poppins, um, like when they're cleaning up the room and stuff and the bird starts whistling. I'm not going to do the spoonful of sugar thing, uh, but some of their well begun is half done. But I think sometimes getting started is, is one of the hardest parts. Um, hardest things for us is, is taking that first step, whether that's the, that's the first day of school, first couple weeks of a new semester. Um, or the first test once it rolls around. Uh, maybe that's getting into FSU or getting into an apartment or, uh, or college that you wanted to, uh, wanted to be in. Um, maybe it's hard to like start off making those good study habits. There's like so many other things going on and fun things to do, right? Tests are still a ways down the, lo- down the road. And, yeah, but if you like haven't, haven't bought the textbooks yet, um, haven't, uh, haven't cracked them open yet or looked at the syllabus for when that quiz is, uh, is coming up. Um, it's, well, let's just say it can be hard to, to start off well, right? Well, well begun. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to do that for us. Um, I remember a friend of mine, there was a uh, violin teacher, and he would talk about like, starting with these, these students, uh, like little kids, some of them, some of them older. Uh, but the thing that he would focus on with them for a while is like, how they would hold the violin and how they would hold the bow. Um, because if he would say if they can get those things uh, right, it's going to be a lot easier as they go along. But if they start progressing and they've got bad form, it's hard to keep going with it. It's hard to correct. Uh, well begun, maybe it's half, uh, half done. 
Um, Paul is, is talking about the Philippians in terms of how it began, how it got started. Um, how, it be- how it began in relation to the gospel. You could turn back if you wanted to the uh, book of Acts. It tells you about Paul uh, going to the city of Philippi and his ministry there. He was actually uh, somewhere else and he had uh, a, a vision of someone saying, a Macedonian in the area of Philippi saying, come and preach the gospel to us too. Had God uh, calling him uh, there. And so he goes, and Philippi is the first city that he goes to. Um, you can read about uh, Lydia, the Philippian jailer, different people that were converted uh, in that town. That, that God blessed the preaching of the gospel, and it, it made sense to people. It, it flipped. Their lives were being changed and turned around and transformed uh, there. Um, and, and they began to care for the gospel for themselves, but also that it would go out to others. Uh, they cared about Paul's ministry and began to be uh, uh, helping him to the various different places that he goes on to. And when Paul talks about this, this, what's beginning, he's talking about it in relation to the gospel. So I want to ask you just the simple question, where do you feel like you are in relation to the gospel? Where have you started with it? Uh, where, are things, uh, where are things now? What do you think of the gospel? What are the, what are the hang-ups for you um, with the claims of the gospel? What's difficult for you to remember? What's hard for you to, to rest in? It's got a different way of, of going about it. Uh, maybe you're a believer. Well, how did that happen? Um, how, did, how did God work that? Remember the, the beginning of it. Maybe you're not a Christian. or not sure if you want to be a Christian. Well, how did that happen? Where did that start? Got experiences? Other things about it that just don't make sense? Things about the bottom. Uh, maybe you just don't want to face it. That's, that's good. Um, some, maybe, maybe God's begun a good work in you, but for you, as you're looking at it, you're going, I don't, I don't know where I'm at. Um, I don't know what's going on necessarily right now. It can be, it can be hard for you to see it. It's okay. Um, because I want, to, want you to see in this passage, it's not about looking at yourself. Um, it's about looking at God's work. And once we start looking inward on, on ourselves, we're missing what he's saying, right? It's, it's well begun, as Paul talks about it, accents God's work, uh, not ours. Um, I'm sure of this, that, that he who began a good work in you, it, it's God who has begun that work, uh, not, not us. If you're trying to understand Christianity, figure out the, uh, the things in relation to it or how you feel about it, it's, it's not about... It's not about you doing enough. It's not about you uh, kind of getting it right or thinking about it clearly or analyzing it enough or, or however. Like there's a call for us to stop trusting ourselves and to turn and, and look to God for his, his mercy. But listen, I, I tell people who are asking us questions, begin this way. Like just look outside yourself to God and say, and you, don't, you don't have to believe that there is a God or that God's real. It's like, all right, God, if, if you're real, uh, if you're there, if you're really working, if you're really speaking to me in Scripture, then, then help me to see it. Uh, I, need, I need you to, to show me. Um, listen, Scripture says that God doesn't hold himself back from those who ask. Uh, whoever asks for him, uh, the Spirit, he, he gives himself uh, freely to us. I also think Christians tend to get confused here uh, plenty. Uh, a lot. We begin to think about uh, what we do, 
And what we have done, and what's going on in our lives in the present, are we, we doing our devotions, are we reading our Bible, are we at RUF, have we found a, a church while we're up here, how's my life compared to these other uh, uh, people? And that's not the way we're to look at it, it's, it's what God has done. There's no, there's no pride, there's no room for boasting uh, in the Gospel. It's not your effort that started, not your ability to believe, um, not better than others in any way. Um, Paul is saying some of the same things here that he says to the Galatians before the church in Philippi gets to how far off the church in, in, in Galatia tend to be. But in Galatians 3.3, 3, he, he calls them out and says, Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Like, who got this started? God started this in us by His work with His Spirit. And then we think, okay, God's done something in me, now it's my turn. Now what am I going to do as a Christian? How do I offer these things up to God? Um, what am I doing? And he says, no, if you've begun by the Spirit, then how, why would you start a different direction? How would continue to be looking, looking to God, His work, how He's begun it, how He's uh, carrying it through. Uh, it's maybe freeing for us to remember that it's, it's God's work, uh, that, that He began it. But he's, he's not like you and me, or not like me, uh, leaving things aside, uh, skipping over things uh, that need to get started. He's not... He's not forgetting it. Um, he's not forgetting it after he gets it started. Well, it's well begun uh, because of the one who began it all, uh, who began this good work. When it comes to, to God's work, you get, yes, the old adage is true. Well begun is, is half done. It surely will be done. At the same time, it's not done yet. That's part of the difficulty for us. We still look at it. They'll see our deficiencies, our failures, wrongs, problems, difficulties in us and life around us. Um, and we're, we're stuck in the middle. Uh, second point. Uh, first point, well begun. Uh, second point, I'm stuck in the middle. I figured if I used Mary Poppins as a reference on the first one, I had to go a little more hip for the second one, give a little Bob Dylan reference, you know, song, Stuck in the Middle with You. Um, you don't have to take the Reservoir Dogs uh, context of that because that's, that feels very stuck and very bad if you're familiar with that movie, but uh, uh, stuck, stuck in the middle. Um, I think sometimes we feel very much stuck in the middle of it all where we can't tell if we're, if we're moving one way or the other. It just feels like we're, we're out there. Um, uh, I, I love canoeing. It's one of my hobbies in a canoe several years back. And, uh, like the beach is great in Florida, but what I really love are like the rivers and the springs and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. That's good. Um, but I, I love going out canoeing, but it's, to me it's a lot more fun to be like on one of those rivers than it is to be just kind of out in the big lake. Um, if you start canoeing from one side of the lake to the other, huh, like it's, it's kind of demoralizing. Um, I'm, a, I'm a pretty decent canoeer maybe, but like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but canoes move kind of slowly. Um, compared to the motorboats, right? Like, um, and yeah, like when you're starting off across the lake, like, okay, you can see it, like, you're, like, making some distance because you can see the shore getting a little bit, like, further away. It feels good, right? And you're looking at the distance, it's waves across the lake, but you keep going, and, I mean, when you get close to the other side, like, you can see, hey, I'm almost there, it feels good, but, like, most of the time you're canoeing across the lake, it's like, it's just me out here. I mean, I can tell I'm paddling, I'm not really sure that I'm getting anywhere. It just feels like you're stuck out in the middle, surrounded by a lot of water. Um, that's, 
uh, the way it can feel for us a lot of times. It feels stuck in the middle. Can't tell, can't tell if we're making any progress. Uh, what's really going on here? You can easily feel that way with the uh, first week, just a long class with a droning professor, and you like you're hungry and you're uh, first semester and the whole college career, you're looking to graduate, whatever. Um, now it's just rush week for some of the fraternities, you know, you're going through that, or uh, if you're you're pledging somewhere, like how how long is this process going to be going on? Because I mean, there's no hazing at Florida State, so it's a not a problematic process. Don't worry about these things. Um, but if you're in it, you'll be wondering when will this be over. Um, Right? You're, you're in the middle of a process and sometimes you feel like, am I going anywhere? Um, will, will I ever make it? Is, is anything happening? We can't always see the process. And we feel stuck in the middle. Right? There's things about ourselves that we'd love to, love to change and it just doesn't happen that easily. Um, like if, you're, if you've always been a procrastinator, um, like, I commend you, you know, take a semester and line it all out, you're going to start studying day one, you know, be on top of it all the way through, but, uh, um, man, that's a hard ship to turn. Uh, you, just, you know, there's other things that come up and just keep putting it up. If you tend to, tend to overanalyze everything, you know, it's, it's good to just figure out how to back away from that, but you're going to try to do that by analyzing whether or not you're overanalyzing everything. Right? It's like, how do, you, how, do you, how do you break these patterns? Um, it's about ourselves we'd love to change that are difficult. Maybe it's physical traits. Maybe it's habits. Maybe it's character traits. Maybe it's how we treat other people. I uh, wish we talked to you more. I wish we wouldn't throw everything out there. Uh, maybe it's how we treat ourselves. We can feel just kind of stuck in the middle. Is there, is there any, any progress? Anything's happening? There's things about others we'd love to change too, right? It's not just about us. Um, those, uh, those roommates, I mean, man, if they would get those dishes done, it'd be a lot easier. Uh, if they wouldn't, like, come in 3 a.m., turn on their, turn on their radio, uh, whatever, whatever it is. Um, if the professors would teach the stuff that they're actually going to test you on, uh, right, this, this one's for Scott, if the, if the buses would be on time when they say they're going to be there, uh, right, there's things that we'd love to change. Uh, and not just things for our own benefit. Um, there's also things that... that we would love to see change uh, in the world. We would, we would things like poverty um, and oppression um, and hunger, where, where people actually have uh, clean water and things. These things that are, that are not good, that shouldn't be the way that they are. But you start to step into it and you go, is anything changing? Is there any progress here? Uh, once you see from the passage that we can feel stuck in the middle, but we're not alone in the middle. Uh, God's with us in the process. He's the one that's operating the process. The, 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 what you're in is what God has said. Like, these are the things that are going to happen. And he places you in it in the place where you are. Um, he's operating the process. Uh, he who began a good work will bring it to completion. He's there. He is with you, bringing you through it. Uh, leading you, guiding you, even if not what you thought, God was going to take you through this. Not how you wanted it to go. And why are these things this way? Um, the process is His process. You're in the middle by His direction. Uh, and that's, that's good. Um, because like one, of those, one of those things about God is uh, He knows how to get things done. Uh, he, he, he does it well. That's kind of His thing, right? He doesn't forget. 
Um, he, he's not going to get stumped by the situation. Um, he's not going to give up. He's not too busy. It doesn't end up being too challenging uh, for him. He's successful in accomplishing his purpose always. Right? When it comes to the cross, God entering into the mess to coming to rescue us, and his son is, is, is made to be the criminal, nailed upon the cross, uh, condemned to death. I thought, if anything's going wrong, it's got to be here. That's how all the disciples felt. We can look at it on this way. But, but like, there was no one else around Jesus at this point. They're going, man, that Messiah thing didn't work out so well. Um, God knows how to use what seems to us horrible. Uh, that is our victory. That's our salvation. People wear, like, a cross on a necklace now. is like an encouraging thing. Um, because this is what God does. What feels stuck in the middle to us is God's process accomplishing His will successfully. Isn't Paul aware that this church like hasn't arrived yet? Right? <laughs> Go ahead and read through the church, uh, his letter to the uh, Philippians. It's a lot of good and encouraging things in it, but I mean, you can you can uh, pick up on their their struggles, their their competitions with one another. Not exactly, like there's love, but there's there's disunity, discouragement. A lot of times, he seems to be dealing with that. Uh, fear, and just like self-righteousness. Well, I think it's, we have to recognize it's, it's true of us. We haven't arrived. Um, our yes definitely hasn't arrived. You can like sit down and make a list of our struggles and, and different things. Uh, but God is at work in the process. Um, God is at work in us. God is at work on this campus. Uh, God is at work in you and me. So again, the focus is, is, is on God. It's not on us. Even as we feel stick, stuck in the middle, it's, you know, because what if, we, what if we don't see the progress? What if we look around and it, it I mean, still feels, you still feel like you're just out in the middle with it, surrounded by water, not going anywhere. I'll just, just say a couple things. Like, first, progress is different than, than we expect in the gospel. Um, it, it's a growth in humility. You begin to see your sin more. Uh, you're aware of your, your wrongs. You're aware of your deficiencies more than, more than when you began. Needing Jesus more, and that's, that's good. Now we we want to just kind of feel better about ourselves and, and feel accomplished and successful and, and feel superior. Um, and that would be regressing. Uh, right? So Paul in this letter to him, his opening verse, he calls him and Timothy, they're servants. Uh, they're slaves of Christ uh, for them. The movement toward Jesus, needing Him more, recognizing that we need Him more. If, there, if there's not progress, um, it's, it's helpful for us to realize God's the one who who does it. Um, you need Him to be bringing you, not yourself. Without without God working, like we're just kind of covering things up, uh, disguising it, hiding mistakes and, and failures, and trying to put some pretty coating over the top of it. Uh, but ask God to do this work in you. He will bring you through it. Um, and you can see a little bit, at least, of just a tidbit of what that progress looks like, what we see, what we see God doing. You can uh, look a little bit uh, later in verse 9. It's my prayer, Paul says, that your love abound more and more with all knowledge and discernment. It's a helpful way to evaluate some things. So, what is your relationship with God and with others look like? Is it, is it love that's just beginning to flow out of you more and more with the person that irritates you? Um, 
for the person that's annoying you that you uh, that you're glad that you're they're, they're not your roommate and you still have to deal with them in other things or the person that keeps raising their hand in class and bothering everyone like that love is flowing out of you for that person even though you still want to help them not bother everything like it is love abounding from you more and more love toward God. Because uh, you're here, it's a different setting than college. It's a love that's flowing out of you more and more. It's what uh, God produces in us. Um, and it says that it's love with all knowledge and discernment. It's not just like we kind of produce that love. It says we know, experience God more. Understand His truth that that love begins to flow out of Him through, uh, through the knowledge of God. Right, but stuck in the middle is, is often how we feel. Uh, easy to be discontent with where things are. Uh, but when God is with us and operating the process, there's reasons for contentment, uh, for, for confidence. Well begun, stuck in the middle, and through to the end. Um, I don't have any clever little reference for through to the end. I thought about the Doors song, the end, like my, my only friend, the end, and then I thought, I don't think Jack Moore, uh, Jim Morrison and the Doors really uh, approve of that uh, in this context. So, um, uh, Paul says it this way, um, bring it, I'm uh, sure this, a he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Not a finished product yet. We're not a finished product yet. That day's coming. We can look forward to it without understanding, right? Or you hate it when someone's like evaluating your, your progress when you're not done yet, right? Like you're, you're writing the paper and someone's like, oh, what you got there? And you're like, mm, it's not, I don't even have my intro down yet, right? Like when someone starts criticizing at that point, like you, you, you just feel irritated with them. Um, like artwork, a painting or a drawing or something, it, it's got to go through various stages to, to get to being that like piece of art. Um, if you look at it at various stages along the process, like, oh, what's, what's going on there, right? Um, it, it's, it's in the process. Um, if, you're, if you're in Christ, I want to remind you, God's not done yet. God's not done with you yet. You see the deficiencies, you see the imperfections. Of your, you're in the process. God with you, bringing it to completion uh, at the day of Christ Jesus. I love this quote from uh, C.S. Lewis. It comes from the, uh, comes from the weight of glory. Talking about, uh, talking about who we are, uh, made in God's image, uh, remade in, in Christ, and the, the weight of glory that we bear being in God's image. He says, he says this. It applies to how we think of ourselves, but also he says about how we think of our, our neighbor. He says, the load or weight or burden of my neighbor's glory should be laid daily on my back. A load so heavy that only humility can carry it. And the backs of the proud will be broken. He says it's a serious thing to live in a society of possible gods and goddesses. Right? We're made in God's image. Gods and, and goddesses. To remember that the dullest and most uninteresting person that you talk to may one day be a creature which, if you saw it now, you'd be strongly tempted to worship. It brings down the difference in the way of how we look at stuff now and when God's brought it to, uh, brought it to completion, um, there's a, a John 1, uh, 1 John 3, 2 says this, what we, what we will be has not yet appeared. And we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, like Christ. And we shall see him as he is. 
helpful to know that there's, that there's an end. There's a day of completion. It's not always going to be this way. We're not always going to be uh, this way. The world doesn't go on with that. God's entered uh, into the mess of history through Jesus to rescue it, to rescue us. And Jesus is ruling over it now. He's sent his spirit uh, into it. It's not just your efforts to kind of get it to completion. That's not how it works. But God will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Um, scripture says that day has been, been fixed. Day when Christ will return. Um, it's a day of, of, uh, of full salvation and a day of uh, full uh, condemnation. It doesn't have to be a scary thing. The gospel calls us freely uh, into Christ, to be brought to completion by Him, to be made perfect by Him. But at that day, everything changes because everything gets to reach that point of perfection of how God has made it for us. Uh, Romans 8.30 says it this way, those from start to finish, all those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. So we're still awaiting uh, the, finished pro- uh, the finished product, but God will bring it to completion, bring it to perfection uh, through to the end. We feel our imperfections. Um, feel those around you. It's hard to ever be content until everything's right. Uh, but Paul speaks to us in that and says simply this, of what we can be confident of, what we can be sure of. He says, I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. 